0: Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy Neal, and you're listening to The Hiker Podcast. What is up there, hikers? This is Andy Neal, and you're listening to the podcast that gets to know the hiker behind the trekking poles, the one that asks the why questions of hiking, that asks the hiker, How has hiking changed you and how are you in turn changing the world around you? That's right. This is the Hiker Podcast. Please excuse my voice. Allergy season is in full effect and my uh, allergies have decided to go crazy after uh, two straight weeks of rain this last few weeks in Southern Oregon. We got record high temperatures and so all the pollen decided to blossom and it's been crazy on my poor allergies. Thank you for being patient though. Uh, so much going on. I, have I've been super excited about lots of things, um, with the show. And, uh, you all, I just wanted, to, first of all, thank our sponsors of the show, CS instant coffee and can outdoors. If you want the best instant coffee on the trail, I know I just had my first official real backpacking trip and I took this coffee on the trail. It was amazing. CS instant coffee is the best go to the link in the description of this episode and get 10% off your order by using the promo code hiker podcast also on my first backpacking trip ever, I took my pair of Kanak cork carbon fiber trekking poles. If you want 10% off those or any new trucking poles from Kanak, that's right. Hiker podcast as the promo code 10% off both amazing companies. I've had a chance to get to know the founders and owners and they're just super amazing people. Also next week, I was going to do it this week, but I'm having a lot of trouble talking this week because of the allergy situation. I'm just going to give a, an episode on, on my experience of my first backpacking trip. Um, uh, well, you may be surprised. Yeah, I've done kind of a hybrid car camping thing last summer because the fires. But this was my first legit backpacking trip in this past uh, past few weeks. And uh, I was on the Pacific Crest Trail 15 miles. And uh, yeah, I have some stories to tell. And you guys on Instagram have been like, hey, let us know what you've been doing. We want to hear about it. So that will be coming soon. I promise. If you do want to follow me on Instagram, I am Andy films and hikes on Instagram. Also follow all of us on the hiker podcast at hikerpodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can support us on Patreon like so many others have, including Deb, Tommy, Jacob, Ren, Daniel, Cade, Danielle, Mike, Stephanie, Alistair, Chad, Renee, Annette, Ava, and our newest Patreon, Maggie. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. There are different levels. I got some new prizes, not prizes, um, uh, rewards to give out some buttons, some really cool buttons. Let's say Hiking is for everyone. So super excited to give those out to our Patreons there this week. I'm so excited to have this person on the show. Many of you know him as a second chance hiker. Corey second chance is on the show. Corey in 2019 decided to trek out on the Pacific crest trail to change his life. And, uh, he recorded on YouTube and many people got to know him on YouTube. We've been talking for quite a long time, uh, messaging each other and we we're finally able to connect and he is now on the show. So I'm not going to waste you guys this time without any further ado, my conversation with Corey second chance hiker. Back in 2019, it was a crazy year on the Pacific Crest trail and that was the year I first got into hiking. Um, when I first got into hiking, I didn't even know about the Pacific Crest Trail, and before I know it, I was hiking on the PCT, not realizing I was hiking on the PCT, doing these little points like Hobart Bluff and things like that. I soon found PCT hikers along that trail and started doing trail magic, giving rides to and from Ashland here in Oregon. And I was telling people my story about how I was getting into shape and, and, and just uh, bettering my life. And people kept telling me there's this guy named Corey second chance. I think his name is he's on the trail. You you should connect with him. You should, you should talk to him. He has a very similar journey. And I'm like, Oh, I never got the chance to meet Corey in Ashland, but he's kind of known in the hiking community. And I have him on the show. Now, Corey second chance is here on the hiker podcast. Corey, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's exciting to do this. So yes, uh, yeah, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> so where are you right now? You're kind of being a nomad. You're kind of traveling around. What's going on right now? Yeah, uh, people are welcoming me. I'm I'm
1: actually on some crazy adventures. I call it my 1001 bucket list adventure. So I'm just doing off the wall crazy things. I have no clue where I'm going to end up even a few days from now, but. Uh, I'm right now in hurricane Utah and somebody who actually hiked in 2019, the PCT class, uh, she's like, Hey, I I see that you're in the area. I have a shower, laundry and stuff to stay. And I love the hiking community so much because people are so welcoming and loving. And so I'm like getting laundry done and I got a bed for the night and a shower and I'm, I feel like a king at the moment. So yeah, right now I'm just right outside of Zion. Maybe Zion's like 30 minutes away. I'm sure that's most people have heard of zion so yeah
0: beautiful area all, all of utah's national parks i used to live near las vegas so i i'd be near zion all the time beautiful area i love it so much never underestimate what a good shower and a clean bed will do it's amazing yeah, it's, it's yeah i can't explain it's like better than
1: almost anything at the moment
0: so tell people a little bit about who you are where you come from a lot of people have heard your story just kind of give the you're introducing yourself to someone for the first time give them your 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 quick 2 minute background
1: yeah okay so, 2018 uh, I got like a full checkup with doctors and stuff, and the cardiologist gave me an echo on my heart, and he says, "Whoa, you have like a like a 70 year old man's heart," and he's like, "Not a healthy 70 year old man, like a very unhealthy 70 year old man's heart," and he pretty much put a question in my head: "Are you happy with your life right now?" And again, I'm 33 years old at the time I'm talking to him, and that question just replayed in my head over and over again. I went to my house that night and uh, I was all alone and I'm like, wow, I'm super lonely. I have no friends or anything. So I, yeah, I'm just a complete loner living out in the middle of the uh, countryside in Florida on a dead end street. And, uh, I was like, Nope, I am miserable. I am super depressed, lonely. I have to do something. So I pretty much came up with a plan to nuke my life. He mentioned doing hiking or something. So I Googled hiking videos and found Dixie and Darwin and all the famous little hikers. And, uh, I got super inspired, like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to sell my house and just take off hiking. And, uh, at the time, I had a uh, 50-50 custody with my uh, the mother of my kids. And we've known each other since we were teenagers. So we've known each other a very long time. And she knew how lonely and depressed I was. And she was super supportive. And she's like, nope, you got to go do it. Yeah, sell the house. We'll be fine. Go out and find happiness. So that's I took off on the Pacific Crest Trail in January when nobody else was out there. And I pretty much was hitting 400 pounds over and over and over again. And I was like, ah, oh, this is... Yeah, I, I I hate my life at the moment. So, I set off just walking, hoping to change my life and make a better life for myself.
0: And your story has inspired so many just to better themselves and then to find hiking and to get up on the trail, no matter what their size. And I know it's definitely inspired me to continue on and push on as I, I, I watched your videos and read articles about you. And um but I know you don't, know, you know the just reading your stuff online you don't necessarily think of yourself that way um what's it been like as you know you i've read some places where you've talked about people just know who you are on the trail and but you don't know who they are how's how's that been like kind of being a a hiker influencer or famous hiker how, how how did that kind of come about as you're getting on trail that
1: just was crazy i didn't actually know how to edit video so again uh Kimona, who's the mother of my kid, she's like actually just volunteered. She got super so excited for me. She was probably more excited than me. She's like, I'm going to edit your videos. If you do them, I will put them on the internet for you. And again, here, it is. I feel like I used to always be an introvert. So I felt like I changed into an extrovert. Now, it's really weird. I don't know if that's even possible. But... I had such low self-esteem and I'm still battling self-esteem issues. I'm still just trying to like, I'm a five. I, I, am not a zero c- Corey. Just I, am talking to myself and I have to send me uh talking third person's like, Hey Corey, you're uh you're a five. Uh, so it was so weird to be like this outcast introvert and stuff like that. And all of a sudden people knew who I was on the trail and it seriously felt like one of those cheesy teenage movies uh, where like the unpopular kid, becomes popular and people were stopping to talk to me and it's like i just instantly just wanted to hug people and i was like just craving attention like oh my god like you know who i am that's awesome come here bring it in like let's do a bro hug or something and it it just was amazing uh, to do that but sometimes it was overwhelming and sometimes people kind of cross boundaries and stuff and i wasn't used to all of this so some of it was a little bit overwhelming for me.
0: And some of it just was like incredible. Like, is this even real? Am I in a dream or what's going on? And as someone who likes a hug, I I guess COVID probably hasn't been very good for you.
1: Oh yes. I mean, super. I went back into a pretty big depression. And uh, if you are catching up on my new channel, I'm talking about panic disorder, anxiety. Uh, I'll kind of hit the mental health stuff a little bit more, but COVID, it it definitely took a huge uh, turn for me. And uh, I actually finally, I had to say enough after a few panic attacks on the, actually, I just finished the swamps this year in Florida and that was really cool. But then uh, the road walking got to me and I had a huge panic attack where I thought I was dying and I decided to reach out for some help and I got a therapist now and I got a dietitian now to talk to about like just food and, you know, just get get a little bit of a rewiring done and uh, it's been super super awesome though so i'm so glad covid is kind of on it feels like it's on its way out that's how yeah, i feel
0: yes so let's back up to to january 2019 you get out on the trail you're, you're you know you're, you're teetering on 400 pounds what was your goal getting out on trail compared to When you left for the last time on the Pacific Crest Trail, how how did those things change? How did your goals develop? And how did you grow? And were you, were you happy with that? Or was it something you're like, this is the first step in a, a much longer journey?
1: Yeah, my goals really kind of were changing. And I will, I'll get into the peer pressure thing here. But part of it is, I was like, I thought maybe I was watching that Naked and Afraid show on Discovery Channel where they have to live out in one spot for 21 days. And I really thought like, hey, I could just do that and just find a mountain and just not eat for like two months and come back down like this holy, like skinny different dude and like, you know, I'll just quit. Uh, After that, like, I think I might be done. And then part of me is like, Well, you know, I could give it a try and to start walking. I don't know. I don't know. I've never walked in the mountains. It sounds super scary. So my goals weren't like 100% ever set in stone with me. And I know in life, you can set goals and life just kind of gives you curveballs and you just go with it. But I will say my goals changed with the peer pressure because then everybody was like okay you can do it I believe in you you can hike 2600 miles as a 400 pound guy in like six months just for that season and I was like people I kind of wanted to believe it and I wanted to make people happy so it's like I really like got it in my head like okay well maybe I think the peer pressure of that and I kind of let that get to me a little bit like I kind of regret that. I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, like, just hike your own hike, dude. Don't worry about, you know, trying to make anybody else happy or make a fan happy or something like that. Just do your own thing and have fun. And I wish, yeah, I could go back and tell myself that. So my goals were a little bit different. But my goals were, honestly were just to be happy and stop being lonely and try to be a better person.
0: And I think one thing that's both, Good and maybe may bad. I know for myself, I've had to be, be careful. Is you've been very vulnerable with yourself, with with your your viewers and and your followers on Instagram and YouTube, um so much so that people will come up to you and they think they know you already and they, they know what you put out there. What's it been like putting yourself out on YouTube and and putting out so much vulnerability? Starting a, a romantic relationship where everyone on youtube saw it and then you know where it kind of things kind of fizzled out and everybody on youtube saw it. you really kind of put yourself out there what was the motivation of that and how has that affected you personally not only as a hiker but as a person
1: i think some things i definitely regret maybe i don't think i will do sharing romantic relationships publicly again unless you know Anything's possible in the future, so I'm not setting anything in stone. But yeah, sometimes you open it up, and again, you want to make fans happy and you want to be happy too. So it's like this balance, and you do you lose your identity. And I don't think people fully understand the whole thing. Like you see 20 minutes of my life in the day, and I may film the most exciting or the most happy or the most dramatic 20 minutes of my life that day. And there's, you know, 23 something hours of the day you didn't see. And so a lot of people have one perception. But one thing I ask, I I joke around, and even the person I'm staying with now, I say, do I seem the same on my videos and I do in person and everybody says, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, Oh darn. And I kind of joke around and I'll be a little bit more joking. And uh, yeah, people are a little bit surprised on certain things, but uh, I'll joke around. I was like, Oh, I'll try to be like a a jerk or something now for now on. I don't know. Just, you know, just teasing, playing around, but uh, yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought right there. Just kind of picturing just running into what other people are thinking, but (laughs) I'll stop.
0: (laughs) um so you while you're on the trail people are getting to know you back in 2019 they're they're encouraging you they're 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 watching your videos they're following your journey as their own journey is, persp- is, is, is transpiring um and you kind of got up there with other we call them in this world hiker celebrities. you know youtube hikers you know like darwin and um what was that like? Just that slow transformation as someone you're know, you're there by yourself. You not you didn't have a tram, a trail family. You're hiking by yourself. You're hiking your own hike. It's all of a sudden everyone knows who you are and people, you know, hundreds of miles up the trail are talking about you and singing your praises. And that, that's where I first heard of you being living right along the PCT. I heard, of, I heard of you from other hikers before I even heard about you on YouTube. What was that transformation? Like I've always been very curious, like, that had to have just been a little jarring and exciting at the same time
1: yeah you kind of feel like a, a little bit of a celebrity when you're out there and again that's just wild and even on i i just hiked bruce canyon and i had a few people actually recognize who i was and asked for a selfie and uh that's always like super cool like no way so it's like Like, I never consider myself that famous. I don't ever feel famous. I just feel like a normal person, but you do, you kind of, you do feel special. And I always say, well, I'm working on my self esteem issues, trying to get to, I'm five. So uh, I'm just trying to get to level five. So I'm using that to maybe up my self-esteem a little bit and uh i have problems i know <laughs> uh so it's super super cool and yeah, darwin dixie meeting uh people i that inspired me to get out there uh especially dixie in the beginning that i binge watched her uh videos the very first one and then i think it was darwin and like jay wonders out and uh, a few others and It's just so crazy. All of a sudden I started meeting them in 2019 and I started venting some of the things I was like losing my identity doing the social media stuff and coming from this isolated life and then getting thrown into actually having online friends, real friends. And uh, it was a little bit crazy and I had to learn. It was definitely a learning curve because some people kind of want to use you. And that's kind of a bummer. It's like, at least you have to buy me dinner first or something (laughs) Uh, before you make like a crazy request or something. Uh, So yeah, it's been super awesome. Again, it definitely feels like a dream at times. And definitely I just needed it in my life. And I, maybe the trail just provided or the universe provided and said, Hey, you need this in your life at this moment. So we're giving it to you.
0: So shifting here gears a little bit here. Yeah. You're, you're a big guy. I'm a big guy. I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of other plus size hikers what was that like getting out on trail you you hadn't really done a a whole lot of hiking before that but you know then you take on you know the crown jewel of the triple crown on your own as someone you know you've come from the doctor they say you have a 70 year old uh, a frail 70 year old man's heart you're getting out there what are some things you wish you would have done differently to prepare for the trail
1: nothing I think it's mostly mental so if you know those first videos it took me six days to hike 20 miles and people kind of think like oh uh I don't know how people it's really interesting how people perceive me and stuff too and I think I'm a lot if you kind of know me and you know some of my background i am actually I've done some pretty tough things in my life and uh, I've had a pretty hard life and a hard childhood and uh a very, I would say pretty hard childhood. And I mean, at 17, I was running around in the Marine Corps, uh, just, yeah, learning how to kill people. And uh, so, I mean, I just got so out of shape and I didn't exercise for years, and depression and everything got in the way. But I definitely have this like tough side. So I think mentally, you can just go out and camp. Uh, it's just pretty much going out and camping and, uh, Yeah, I wouldn't have done anything physically different. I was really happy. I was going at my own pace, averaging three miles a day, which, yeah, three miles a day, can you believe it? So I wouldn't have done anything differently on that aspect. I just had to get out there and change my life. I had to do a reset because, yeah, having a house, it was too easy to go back to it and sit on a couch. So I had to get rid of the couch. I had to get rid of the house. I had to do it, and I—I I think I was too young for a midlife crisis. But that definitely—if a doctor says you're going to die and are you happy with your life—then that was my crisis. That was like a cry for help. That hey, I got to do something and change my life. And
0: yeah, I did. <laughs> so what were before the the YouTube stuff hit? What were people's reaction when they saw you on trail? I mean, you went pretty early, so there wasn't a whole lot of hikers that early on. But as you ran into other people on the trail, what was their reaction to you? as they saw you, you know, making your way along the PCT.
1: Well, I was pretty much out there by myself. Again, nobody really starts when I did. And uh, yeah, you were supposed to start like maybe in March, April, May. And I was again at the end of January, I was out there. So I was the only person out there. And again, I remember like Border Patrol checking me out, trying to figure out what this big guy's doing out there. That was super funny. And I was like, is he a drug smuggler? What's going on? I was just kind of playing in my head because I don't look like a hiker. And uh, so I didn't really run into people and I ran into a few day hikers and yeah, those first couple months, it was lonely, but I was used to the lonely thing. But then when I saw other hikers show up, I was super, super excited and they were so welcoming and loving. And yeah, I mean, they treated me normal. Some people wanted to talk to me. They knew who I was. Hell, you're that one guy, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I'm that one guy. You're right. And it's like my mom, uh, it was funny guys on the trail, would say like, my mom watches all your videos that she talks to, like she follows you more than she follows me. Can I get a selfie with you just to show my mom? I think I had like maybe 10 or 20 guys come up and tell me about their moms. And uh, I always, I laughed and thought that was super, super funny. Uh, And uh, that was actually really, really great. But females never told me about their moms. They just said, Hey, can I get a selfie or something with you? So (laughs) It's very, very interesting. I didn't know if that was a macho thing or did their moms really, really watch yeah, it. Yeah,
0: my my, my my mom wants the picture, not me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm wondering though. So uh if anybody hears this and they see me and they do want that, yeah, definitely bring up the mob thing, you'll make me laugh. I'll I'll laugh pretty hard. Like, oh yeah, it's awesome. I'll tell your mom I love her back. So
0: <laughs> That's great. So you've talked about your your mental health struggles and, and anxiety how has hiking helped you with that i know for me i was going to therapy and when i started hiking it was because my therapist said we live in this beautiful area go for a hike (laughs) maybe that'll help you and then like i have two kids with special needs who struggle who've been adopted from foster care and who struggle with, with their mental health issues as well and only thing that seems to help them is being in the outdoors and hiking so there's something about the outdoors moving your body through the outdoors along a trail or through a river what do you think it is about hiking in the outdoors that doesn't necessarily solve all your problems because you, there, there's still you know therapy is still important for some people medication is still important for other people but what is it about the outdoors and hiking that can help with a person's mental health
1: well, I think there's actually science to back that up, though, too, like getting outdoors because we need vitamin D. And I think that's been known to prove, like, you know, how to help you get out of depression. Absolutely. And even exercise and stuff. Your brain is like a chemical factory. So when you do things, you need exercise, you need a certain vitamin D to an extent. And just getting out there, it's super healthy for your body brain <laughs> like just to get out there so i think there's a lot of scientific data already out there to prove that hey get outside and yeah get that vitamin d and it's really crazy even uh, on covid it was super awful like hiking in croatia and stuff like that uh even florida because of covid i was out there all alone and i was getting super depressed but uh there tends to be always people even if you're back country you can find other hikers and when you do find them you kind of meet up and talk and stuff so it's just getting out there and i wouldn't get that ex- if i still had that house and sitting on the couch i wouldn't have that experience or the opportunity to meet somebody and I love it how I meet people from all different backgrounds. Uh this week I went on an adventure with Matt who was actually paralyzed, which is super, super awesome and I'll See what footage I have of him and put him in a YouTube video, and then now I'm actually with somebody who has a uh, is a doctor, and I'm staying with a doctor, and I'm ha- meeting all these people from different backgrounds and going on some adventures with them, and I would never get this opportunity in real life. It it just wouldn't happen uh, to get it. And the outdoor community is so diverse and so awesome. So I think people struggling with mental health, I think it can do wonders, and I think the trail can provide what you're looking for so i highly recommend it for mental health reasons
0: so yeah get out there <laughs> absolutely absolutely so when you were preparing for the pct and i know this is something i have found getting in the outdoors as a bigger guy what struggles did you have like just getting gear that fit um i know for like i, I couldn't find a pack i finally had to go to you I'm like what pack did you use because i can't find a pack um that fits me correctly um, what struggles did you run into and what does the outdoor industry need to do to really kind of appeal to every type of body type that's out there? Um, because you know as bigger people we're being told you need to go out and exercise, but at the same time it's like we don't have equipment that fits us so we can do that. <laughs> yeah what what struggles have you found and what have you found that works?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think if they knew there was a market for it, again, I think their bottom line is if they can make money, they'll do it. I originally started with a granite gear backpack, which they are actually a really great company, but I needed a belt extension. And that was one mistake. I'm sure I could have found one, but I couldn't get the belt around my waist. And I was struggling my shoulders. Everything kind of got was painful. You'd kill your back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I took too many clothes probably because of winter because I was scared, like hypothermia. I wasn't sure what to expect. So I didn't get that extra support. And I wish I knew about belt extensions just for I had asked for belt extension to get on the airplane. I was super embarrassed about that. But I didn't even think about like, you know, you can get belt extensions maybe for your backpack. So it was super hard finding gear. I know Columbia has some uh, jackets and stuff. But yeah, it was a challenge to find that right gear and i do hope that you know eventually the outdoor company see it and get out there but it did it just was a challenge i tried to list like some of my gear underneath my youtube videos and stuff like that just try to help people out like i'm a bigger guy here's the gear i'm taking so maybe that will help other people because it was a struggle i felt like i spent months searching for the right gear
0: and yep yeah and definitely same thing for me as well and i do know the outdoor industry they're they're beginning to see oh wow there are bigger people out there who want to get out um on the trail they want to hike they want to enjoy the outdoors and there's a market for it i know i talked with a large outfitter recently who has a river north of portland in a country named after them um that you just mentioned who've been talking with me about bigger gear for guys and other things uh columbia and uh the industry is beginning to see that but it's still you still have to push those companies like we're here we don't want to make do you know we want gear that fits us and you know it's it's really 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 important so post pct you 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 leave the pacific Crest trail you get off then what
1: i actually look for a bed i decided to get an apartment uh I haven't seen my kids in a while. I saw them that summer after the back injury and I decided to get an apartment and I instantly dislocated my knee six months of recovery. I got, I tried to do too much and I kept trying to use it. And it, so it took longer to recover than I thought it would. So I had a giant stress fracture in the knee too. I think I'm month three or four. So I had to rest it again. So altogether it took about six months to recover. And then I uh, took off to Germany kind of hoping that, you know, that romance that happened on the PCT was going to take off and stuff. So I, again, it was during COVID too. And I kind of blamed COVID for a lot of things. And unfortunately it didn't work out. I think how either one of us wanted it to. So I kind of always bummed like that's too bad. And uh, that's, I'm just going to say that's what the universe wanted. And I think COVID kept us apart because we were not allowed to fly. Uh, it was against the law. fly to either one of our countries for a long time so maybe we just grew apart I don't know so I did Germany there I actually spent about 100 days in Germany but it was still super cool I'm so glad I did that experience and then after that you know I'm kind of bummed out I do Croatia for six weeks and those people were amazing and nice and again the trail provided and I met it still I was super lonely because of COVID not a lot of people were out there but when I did meet people it was super awesome. Like, oh, my God, I love it. And the Croatian people, I honestly never even heard of the country the country Croatia. It sounds like a crab or something. Super beautiful country, super nice people. Most of the people know English. People are randomly stopping, offering me rides. One time I fell down a mountain and got really bloody. Luckily, I didn't break anything. I said my trekking poles did a sacrifice and snapped to save me. But I came down the mountain bloody first car stopped and said oh my god dude like get in like no you have blood no problem get in my van I'll take you to the town you can get an Airbnb and I was like oh thank you so much and the people are super kind so again the trial was there it tried to provide and yeah just yeah it's been crazy so then after that I did uh the Florida and I went into the swamps and everybody said I was crazy and maybe I was a little again I you know depressed and stuff so I went solo into the swamps and big cyphers and some of it was like waist deep water. And I was like, okay, well, if I see an alligator, there's like over a million something alligators in Florida. It's like, you know, I'll pick a fight. We'll wrestle. We'll see who wins. And I was having so much fun, though, just because I was a little bit terrified the whole time of giant. uh, The African snakes are now in Florida, invasive species, and they can get like 18 feet long. (laughs) All these other things that are going on. And it's like I'm just playing in the swamps for a while. And I had so much fun in the swamps. I, I swear that. I, it was awesome. And I loved all the comments. Like you're crazy. I would never do that. And, uh, I liked that maybe a little bit too. Like, okay, well (laughs) I'm having fun. And now I started this year. I then did the normal Florida trail had these crazy panic attacks, which I do go into detail on my YouTube video about it. Why I had to get away from social media for a few months. I just needed a break. And now I'm on the quest for the thousand and one things to do on my bucket list. And I'm having so much
0: fun doing this. Very cool. It's been cool to watch you on, on YouTube and Instagram as you've been going around the country, pretty much just doing these cool adventures. Uh, you, you talked a little bit about getting off of social media. I just want to touch on this just for a minute. How do you think social media is helping in, and making the outdoors better for people and how is it maybe hurting? I know before Instagram and YouTube, the Pacific Crest, excuse me, the Pacific Crest Trail Association would say the number one thing that's getting people on the trail is the book and movie wild by Cheryl Strayed. Now they're saying it's Instagram and YouTube. That could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. How is social media helping and maybe hurting the outdoor industry and life on the trail?
1: Well, right now I will say that because of, I'm blaming Instagram here too, like I'm kind of feeling it like it's super cool. It's inspiring. And it's like adding things to my bucket list, just looking at what other people are doing. But I, so I made it to Zion and there was like a line to hike angels landing which is super, super beautiful, Angels Landing, if you've ever, if you know what it is. And it's also dangerous and stuff like, oh, that's dangerous and it's super beautiful. Yeah, it's on my list. I want to do it. And I saw pictures of it. First, there's like an hour or two shuttle. And then there's a line of like a thousand people waiting to do it. And I was like, oh, no, it just turned into Disney World. I, I can't do it now. So I took Angels Landing off the bucket list and even the Narrows right now. It's so insane. They don't let you drive up. You have to take a shuttle van. Mm -hmm. Just looking and researching into the Narrows, too, that it just was super, super crowded. So it's like Zion kind of was a complete turnoff for me. So I didn't actually really want to do Zion at all. Uh, So I feel like Instagram has actually kind of made it a little bit into like an attraction, and i know i hate that because i want people to get outdoors and get out and explore but i also don't like that disney world feel where we're like waiting in a line to do something because instantly i don't want to do it you're like can i at least get a fast pass for this trail come on (laughs) you know right like a fast pass but yeah so there's negativity and i think some people it's honestly it can be fake at times too like uh Like we only like to post our best moments. And I'm trying to get that to my identity. Why I want to talk about some of my mental health issues is I don't want it to be fake. I want people to know I am struggling. I'm not perfect. I'm going to be a work in progress. till the day I die and I don't want to come off perfect on Instagram. Like I have my life figured out or you should like be like me or anything like that, because I'm still working so hard on trying to make my life. I think I'm doing really awesome and really good, but I definitely want to be a little bit different on there and not be so fake on the things I'm doing. So I definitely see a lot of fakeness on Instagram and I'm not calling, like, I get it. We do want to show our best selves and we all have self-esteem issues and all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, I kind of wish people would be a little bit more real and I think that should be okay. And we should be able to talk about our problems and, you know, have each other there to support each other because we're all on this earth for this moment and then we're all gone and it's a whole new set of people. And (laughs) so, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, my take on Instagram and stuff. It's
0: good and bad at the same time. Very cool. Closing up here. Ultimately, I, I like to ask every hiker this. How has hiking changed you? Ooh, this is a good one.
1: I am already a different person. I feel like hiking has gave gave me more confidence. I feel like more self-esteem, more friendships, more people that I know care about me. I've made friends all over the world, not because of the YouTube thing, just because we're hiking, we're meeting new people. It's super, super awesome. And I love You just you don't get this opportunity to experience other people's cultures and stuff and there's so many other people from all over the world when you just go on an adventure they're kind of wanting to do the same thing so it's going to change you no matter what even if you say you don't think it's going to it's it changes you probably without even you realizing it though just because of the people that are out there too and you get a little taste of the world and taste of other people and yeah it's super awesome so I definitely encourage everybody to get out there even if it's like a weekend kind of thing just plan a trip and get out there talk to other people and yeah
0: have fun very cool Corey if people wanted to follow you on social media check out your stuff on YouTube where would they go
1: yeah, Second Chance Hiker. You can just Google Second Chance Hiker. Definitely just type it into YouTube, uh, Instagram. I post a lot on Instagram and YouTube. And uh, not so much Facebook, but I, I do make a little bit of a present, presence on Facebook. So, yeah, definitely. Or secondchancehiker.com, too, is different is a way, too. And if you want some really crazy access to me, I am uh, live on my Patreon. I try to go every Saturday morning. And just chat. I kind of was hoping people want to chat about their problems a little bit more something just new i started and i'm also on the secret chat rooms there too every friday night and i'm learning about new people and their stories and stuff and that's been super awesome too so a lot of
0: great places you can find me all over if you look you'll find me (laughs) very cool Corey is so good to finally talk to you and and uh, be able to connect thank you so much for coming on the show
1: yeah, I much appreciate Andy, and I love watching all your stuff on Instagram too, and you, I definitely I kind of look at us we are a little bit, I don't know, we haven't met or anything, but I feel like we're already brothers anyways too. I, I've been following a lot of your stuff on Instagram too, so I've been aware of you for a few years.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Gory. That means a lot that you said that. That's really cool. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, hopefully you make your way out to Oregon, or maybe when I make myself down to the uh, Tahoe Rim Trail, our, our paths will cross.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd be totally game. So yeah, wherever close or something, right on. We can go do something, or even just go get a beer on game four. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Big thank you to Corey for coming on the show and making it happen. He's traveling all over right now, doing his thing. Make sure you follow him on all the various social media networks. On Instagram, check out his YouTube channel. He's just—he's a super genuine, nice guy and. Just, Oh, it, 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 it's funny to me. The first time I heard of him, I, I talked about this on, on, on the episode in the interview. It wasn't even on YouTube or Instagram. It was from other hikers doing trailings angel work. And it was like, oh, wow. So it felt really cool just to be able to talk to him and have him on the show. Anyways, if you want to know everything that we're doing, go to hikerpodcast.com. You can even send me snail mail, all that stuff's at hikerpodcast.com or address all that fun stuff. And, uh, Yeah information is there. Socials. Follow me on Instagram at Andy Films and Hikes. My allergies are killing me. I can't talk much more. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Hiker Podcast.
1: And if this is being lost, then may I never be found. I'm